Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Tamei uh, Mitzvahs. We're speaking about the Mitzvah of Yerush Hashem. So what I want to talk about today is, let's say, the third step in Yerush. We spoke about the Yerush of punishment. We spoke about the Yerush of what we call Tzlus, reliance. And this brings us to the third level of Yerush, which is known as Yerush Haramimus. Yerush of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's greatness. Now, what, are, what does that mean as Yerah? And it sounds to us to be something which is difficult to understand or to relate to. So let's try and explain the concept of what it means, Yerah Sarebimus. So we have the Rambam himself. And the Rambam explains how does a person get to this level of Yerah, of awareness of Hashem. So the Rambam says, when a person looks at the complexity of the world around them, both in its size and in its detail, we can see the, we can see in two different directions Kaddish Baruch Hu's ability. First, is in the size of what He creates. We can see the vastness of space, or we can see an enormous mountain range, or the expanse of the ocean, whatever it's going to be. So, the one side we see the ability of Hashem is in the size of what He can create. But in the same way, one can see the ability of Hashem in the complexity of what He can create which means in the detail of how, how complex and how much uh, detail-oriented everything is. In any, any system in the body, any cell structure, any DNA, molecule, uh, whatever it's going to be, with all the chromosomes, how each one works and lines up, there's a in, in tremendous amount of, uh, so to speak, of as yet unexplored depth in each point. So why does this bring a person to think? Says the Rambam in Sadeh he says the person realizes he's standing between Tom and Deus. That if, when a person realizes that, then he sees the, the greatness, so to speak, of a Baruch as compared to the person. And now, the second point, that's the Muna. You know, Akkadish Baruch is the creator, Akkadish Baruch does everything. But now the next point. And now, that same Hashem, that same creator, is now examining you. So now they're going to check that you, you're going to be examined based on Hakodesh Baruch standard. That's the starting point of the Yerush The more a person realizes the Yerush of how great Hashem is, the more a person thinks that that's what the standard I'm being judged to, so then how am I going to stand up to such a thing? In other words, it's, uh, and as he says, the person is very small and very insignificant, very minute, as compared to the, the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But, the master, that's the same Hashem who's judging me and watching what I do. So that brings a person to the sense of, well, we'll talk about in a moment why that's Yira. But the first thing that brings a person to the sense of is, I'm not, I'm, I'm not capable to do that. If I'm going to, be, for example, in any field, if, the, if you want to be examined in a certain field, and the person examining you knows it so much, much better than you, you're going to feel incompetent. If you take a smicha test, with somebody who's willing to ask a few questions here and there on that offer, say that. But if it's someone you know knows every sift cotton ball pen, and he's going to start firing you like, to know, based on his level of knowledge, you're not going to feel you're able to do that, because I, I, I don't think I stand up to that level of expectation. And in any other field as well. If the person who's examining you is the master of that field, so I don't feel I'm going to be confident in what I know. 
if you had to take a test on the Torah from Rafan Kanievsky, you wouldn't feel too confident about it. Because you know that there's a standard which is way above your standard. If that's the case, if a person is going to be judged by Hashem, so we just have to look at the Hashem standard, so to speak, and now, if that's the case, how am I going to stand up in such a judgment? It's not being judged by your peers. It's not being judged by somebody who's a little bit more than you or whatever it's going to be. It's being judged by the scale of Hashem. So how's a person going to stand up to that? And not only that, like we say, because Baruch doesn't just know, look at what a person does. He also thinks of what a person, why a person did it, and what a person was thinking. There's so much more levels of, when it comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the one who judges, that it makes it a much more daunting idea to be judged by HaKadosh Baruch Hu directly. Now, the, that's... We're human. Oh, oh, that's what I want to say. Now, the Nukut is like this. That's, uh, if you're going to take it just like that, so then it's, it's not a shadow of year, it's a shadow of Yush. That is the person that you have before you start, because like we say ourselves in the Davin Rosh Hashanah, that in Tadaktik or Oymekadin, if our Kodesh Baruch is going to go to the extreme of what is, what's perfection, perfection or not, then no one's going to be able to explain. Me, it's like the No one can stand up to that. And therefore, it's a starting point. And that, because it's true, it's true that our Kodesh Baruch standard is is endless, is perfection, and we not. But we understand at the same time that Hakadosh Baruch Hu isn't judging us in His standards because we're not Hashem. We're not Hashem. Okay. So then, where does the year come in? Where does the year come in? And uh, this is the side I want to explain. And that is, Hashem's not judging us like Marachim. Hashem's not judging us as if He would do it, which means Hashem would do something because we're people. And like we say again in the Davinus that you know that you created a person and you know a person's limitations and you know what a person is capable of not quite capable of. But the Yusayi is like this. And this is why the Yusayi is something which isn't, doesn't, uh, so to speak, doesn't inhibit the person. On the other hand, it makes him grow. And that is, his understanding is that Akkadish Baruch Hu is, meant, is willing to lower the expectation of the din to what a person is capable of. That, that will change by the person. Because if, if you're capable of more, then you'll be judged by the standard you're capable of. If you're not able to do that, okay, so you have to judge you on the level you are capable of. Now here's the yesod. Hashem is not looking from the point of view of, like we said, someone who doesn't, can't, doesn't have the, the uppermost level. Because Baruch is coming from the top. The highest level is the level only Hashem is able to, so to speak, the standard of perfection only Hashem has. But Hashem is prepared to go down to judge a person that was in that. The fee, the amount that the person needs to go down. But therefore, Hashem is judging the person on the standard that that person is capable of. And now is the question. And now is the question. It's not a one standard thing. Which means each person is judged the fee. What you are capable of, this one is expected of you. And therefore, the question is, what's, what's Hashem's expectation of you? Because if it's rainbows, if it's greatness, and there's levels of greatness, and there's higher levels than that, so now, what, what, what was the one that I'm meant to be holding by uh, that I'm going to be judged by? And just again, it's something which doesn't really have a good comparison out of the system, but just to give you a marshal. Right? Imagine you have a whole school, and at the end of the year, and every class has to take an exam on mathematics. So you have the first grade, the second grade, the third grade, the fourth grade, the fourth grade, every class has this mathematics exam. Now, each one has to get, will get the exam based on their grade. It's all the same topic, but we understand the different levels of knowledge or the different levels of proficiency. And therefore, each time it will be graded exams for each one of them to see where they're holding. 
So if you understand, there's some idea. Because the Shabbat judges everybody. But to the standard that he's expecting of him. And if that's the case, so if you can't say, well, you know, there's one standard, and if we're good enough for, you know, we're better than most other people, we're good enough, because then we're getting through the thing. No, you, you held to the standard that Hashem's expecting you to be on. And if that's the case, depending who the person is, the standard is getting judged. Chazal said this. Chazal said about that, about Tzadikim, about the Shabbat who judges them more severely. That doesn't mean that, and this is sorry, this is lots of times, it doesn't mean that therefore Rishon can get away with doing Averis, and Tzadikim can't. There's no such thing. Hashem judges everybody for what they did. But the second part is after noticing what a person did, the second part is going to be, and now, what was the expectation of this, from this person? We can see what they did. We'll follow all the details of what they, what they achieved and didn't achieve, or what they fell or where they grew. But now the second point is, what was the expectation? And that's Ramamus. Ramamus means the, the more a person realizes greatness, the more a person realizes guidance, and the more a person starts to think that maybe I'm being held to a higher standard. I'm being held to do more than that. And if that's the case, the, the more a person is aware of that, then the more it makes a person think that maybe what I'm doing is not enough. Maybe for somebody on a lower level this would be sufficient, but maybe Hashem has high expectations of me. And therefore the era here isn't the era that I'm afraid of getting punished. Okay, look, the era is a era of that maybe I'm not fulfilling what, I, what Hashem is expecting of me. And Rabbi Yenna says this in his book. Rabbi Yenna says in Shari Chuba. He says that there are people who think that we take him, we do nothing wrong. So what, what, what do you have to do Chuba for? We're good people, we do nothing wrong. And Rabbi Yenna says that the people who be MS are not Shema Tzadikim Be'abilibayt, some people who are ready to would never feel like that. Because he says, yeah, they have like the roar of a lion, which is reverberating inside them. And that is, maybe I was caught sar yadi Hashem. Maybe I'm not doing enough. The person thinks, I'm, I'm fine, what does Hashem expect from me really? Everything I'm doing is great. Means he has no concept of brevimus, which means he has no concept of greatness. I think I'm okay. Based on where I am, I think I'm fine. Well, Hashem expects more than that. Which means I have zero, my horizon doesn't go more than where I am. I don't, I don't even see that there is more than that that I could be expected of it. But a person who starts to have a Muslim, what Ramamus means, what greatness means, so now I start to feel maybe more is expected of me. Maybe there's more than what I'm doing, which I was capable of doing. Maybe there was a level higher to level that I'm living on. And therefore, maybe I'm expected to live up to that standard. And if that's the case, the person's never going to feel complacent that I've done enough, that, that I'm good enough, because by whose standard? By whose standard? For a certain level, you've done enough, but there's a level higher than that. And when you get to a level higher than that, the expectation becomes greater too. And if that's the case, now I have to re, 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 reconfigure. I have to think again. Am I doing enough? Based on the level I'm now holding by. Maybe I should have a higher expectation at the same time. And that's why Yeris must makes the person grow. Because the concept of Ramamus means the more my horizons of Ramamus expand, the more I consider myself, maybe I'm, resp- I'm more responsible. Maybe I'm more expected from me. And therefore that's going to Mechaizim. For example, for the child who's just starting to learn. So his Muslim, what Torah means is, the Pesukim is learning in Chayda, with a Taich. Okay, so that's the thing. So I'm going to have to learn Torah, that's a Torah. And then he learns a bit more, he learns something called Mishnahis, he learns a bit more than something called Chas, and he learns a bit more than something called Koiskim, he learns a bit more than Eon, and there's the... So now a person has horizons of Torah expand, and then he thinks, you know, I have to know Torah, what does Torah mean? It means so much more. And it's not just in Torah, it's in Avodah Hashem as well. 
the more a person understands, so the more it raises the level of his awareness of what Torah means. And the more that happens, or Avedas Hashem means, then the more a person has to think, maybe this is a Mahayim for me. If, now that I know, now that I'm aware of this reality, now that I'm aware of this, this stage, so maybe Hashem is expecting it from me. And if that's the case, the Yerus the, the, the Arabian factor is that it's true that I'm doing good. It's true that I'm doing what Hashem wants, but on what level? On what level? Because there are higher levels too. And if that's the case, maybe I'm now holding in a place where I've gotten to the stage where I'm meant to serve Hashem on a higher level. And what I was doing until now wasn't good enough. I have to do more. Because, because, and that's what we said at the beginning. Since HaKadosh Baruch was found from the top, perfection. So Ba'atham, the din itself is from the highest level. Now it's grazes down for the person. But you're not on that level, so we can't judge you on that standard. So we're going to come bring it down to the level you're on, and we're going to see, are you on the level you are? How much do we have to make leniencies for what you're not, for, because you're not holding by it yet? But if that's the case, if a person could be on a higher level, there's no reason to judge him on a lower standard. This is what you're capable of. And if that's the case, that's what's expected. That's the background to the concept of Remus. Yerus Remus means that the more I'm aware of Remus, of levels, of greatness, then the more it gives me a year, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I'm not doing enough. And the point here is that it's not a shadow of Averis. Oynesh applies to Averis. I did something wrong, maybe I'll get punished. It could be we're talking about a person who's not doing anything wrong. He's not doing anything wrong. But maybe he's not doing enough right. Maybe the expectation is greater and therefore I'm not sure of more. And that's why Ravimus is something which always, it's like a level which is always with the person. When you look at Mr. Sisharim, and you really see where does he put this level of Yerus Ravimus, he puts that at the second highest level. The highest level is also his Kedusha, the step before that is Yerus Ravimus. Because, well, this is what brings to Kedusha. This is what brings to Kedusha. The concept that there's always a higher level. And then maybe, and, and, when I, and, and that level, I'm expect, more is expected of me. I'm meant to live, a different, I'm meant to act a different way. So then that's all, a constant mechaev, which a person always has. And now I want to tell you something, you can, call, you can discuss you side of yourself, you want to call this amazing, you want to call this scary, I don't know, you decide the adjective you want to use. I'll tell you, it's something that the time we tell writes in Shah Ruach HaKodesh. When I'm the same road to what you have from Arizal, so Shah Ruach HaKodesh, and he writes like this. He says, one time he was with Arizal, by the kever of a certain god who had died 200 years before. And Arizal was obviously privy to some level, as we know, of Ruch HaKodesh. So he says, I can see that this Godel is right now going through Gehenna. He's been punished for Gehenna. And Chaim is told, I understand, he's been dead for 200 years. Why is he getting Gehenna now? So this is what Arizal told him. Arizal said, because they decided the Beit Shlomalo that they wanted to raise him to a higher level of Gehenna. Because people are learning his Torah and because whatever it is, the Sfusim did are generating more Sfusim. So they wanted to judge, they wanted to raise him in, in Shemaim to a high level of Ganadin. But then they rejudged him. You feel the high level of Ganadin that you deserve to be there. And you feel that level, there were things you didn't deserve to be there. So you have to go back to get him again. To be, to be rejudged on a higher standard, so you have to be repunished. Because on a level he was on until he wasn't being punished. It's fine. But now you want to get to a high level? Well, if we rejudge it, how much would we do with based on that new level? It's a scary concept. In other words, it's an idea that a person goes up a level, but then if that's the case, now there's a certain expectation. On that level, things have to be different. On that level, more is expected. But even this process even can happen after a person's been dead for a long time. The same idea. That if Hashem brings a person to a place 
where there's a higher expectation of that person, now he gets rejudged by that expectation. And that's what we call remnants. The concept is, and that is that where a person's holding is what Hashem expects from them. But Hashem expects the person to grow. And if that's the case, now that you've grown, it's now expe- more is expected of you. And if that's the case, you're going to get judged by the standard you're holding by. Now, does that mean that a person can say, alright, so I'm choosing not to grow and then I'll be held by the same low expectation always? No, that's the biggest mistake people make. That's not an excuse in Shemaim. If a person was able to grow, then Hashem expects you to do that. And if that's the case, this is what you were meant to be and this is where you were meant to get to. That's what, you're going to get to. That's, that's what you're being held liable for. That's what I was meant to get to. The fact that you made the first mistake and chose not to start growing, that's the biggest problem. You weren't meant to stay where you were before. You were meant to go. You were meant to get to that stage. And that's what you're being, that's what you're expecting from a person. That's the, that's the background to the image. Now, let's look at one of the applications of this. When we talk about... Let's talk about the growth path of... Example, of a tzaddik who did grow. Let's look at Abraham Avinu. And we see the Torah charts for us the whole growth process of Abraham Avinu. From when he started by going to Israel, from Eretzach until the Arcade. Now we understand that each challenge Abraham faced was more difficult, obviously. And we understand that that was what was expected. The next step, the next step, keep going, keep going, keep going. And of course, lines up with everything he was meant to do. And Abraham was a tzaddik, he passes all the challenges. Which means, as he went through each this sign that he had, so to speak, going to a new stage, and now in the new stage, more is better of him. And then, so he's given the challenge of that stage, and he gets across that's more he's certainly more Which means that the judgments of Abraham Avinu were on each so everything he was he was so to speak being given in the sign, given the challenge, and then in each stage, obviously he was meant to succeed. He was meant to succeed. Now, Kodesh Baruch didn't give him the Akedah at the beginning, and didn't give him all the challenges at once, because it's understood, the person was going to grow stage by stage to confront each point in, as he's meant to get to. But then the Hanukkah is, you're meant to pass each stage. So in each stage where you're meant to be, you're meant to be the Tzadik at that stage, so that way you can be brought to the next level. And then you're meant to be the Tzadik at the next level too. And therefore, of course, Abraham's Tafkid was to pass the Akedah also. And if a long time back you would have made a lot of bad decisions and never gotten to there, so Hashem's expectation of him was to be what he was. Where were you? Why didn't you pass an Akeda? And the person well, Akeda, me, I'm miles away from that. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. And the, the Zara says this in the following way. The Zara says that by the Akeda, so Hashem calls Abraham, and he says, Abraham, Abraham. And the question is, why do you have to repeat Abraham's name twice? You referred the first time. Why is it Abraham Abraham? We have a date on by Yaakov in also. At the end of his career. Hashem calls it Yaakov Yaakov. Why, why, is it, why does Hashem have to repeat someone's name twice? Hashem, he'll hear the first time. Hashem's talking. And, and the Zaris in both cases, that this wasn't just a call to call somebody and draw attention, calling your name. Hashem was giving him a message. And this is the Zaris, it's a very beautiful point. The Zaris says that when Hashem repeats a person's name, He says to him that what you are is what I expected you to become. Is that Abraham is Abraham. I expected you to be Abraham Avinu. You are Abraham. Abraham is Abraham. Yaakov is Yaakov. Which means you've lived up to the expectation. You were meant to get to this stage 
and I'll give you the I'll give you the, the compliments. I'll give you the, the so to speak the validation you've, you've achieved that. Avram has become Avram. Hashem didn't mind what he wanted Avram to be. Avram has become Avram. Yaakov has become Yaakov. Hashem didn't mind what he wanted Yaakov to be. You got him. They reached their full potential. You know, they reached the expectation what you wanted them to be. Now, what that means is, and that means so fast in the beginning of the Muslim, that means is that it wasn't that now that Avram got to stage whatever it was, Hashem expected more. Hashem expected this from the beginning. Hashem expected from the beginning. He, wanted, he created that Misham and said, you meant to be Avram Avinu. Not now. That is the baby. You have to get there one day. But that means it's an expectation the whole way. Which means, of course, Hashem can't judge him by that standard at the beginning. But the expectation is, level by level you're going to grow. And level by level you're going to eventually become Avram Avinu. And Avram did all of that. Like I said, he went through every stage and he grew from every stage. And eventually Hashem told him, Avram, he became Avram. That's what I said to Midrash. You got there. And if a person learns and doesn't get to that stage, so then there's a time You didn't get. It's not, it's not that you're being judged just because I got this amount of stage, so judge me by the stage I reached. No. I shouldn't judge you by the stage he wanted you to get to. I shouldn't judge the person by you or this is what you were meant to be. And that's what you're going to get judged by. Why didn't you live up to what you were meant to be? Then again. Something to think about because that's the concept of Ramos. Ramos means a person can see greater, beyond what he is right now. The first step we said in seeing that is maybe Hashem is expecting more from me than I'm doing right now. I shouldn't just be happy with what I'm doing so far. I think, listen, for, for my society, for the level of my friends, I'm doing great. Maybe Hashem expects more. That's the first step of Ramos. Think bigger than you are right now. What else does Hashem want to do? Maybe you're in a place where you're more expected. That's the first step. And then when a person starts thinking like that, it brings up the second level of awareness. And that is, think that HaKadosh Baruch has a plan for what you're meant to get to eventually. And at the end of the day, Hashem is going to judge you by the, by the final point. Did you reach what Hashem wanted you to reach? And if that's the case, I can't afford to stay at the same place always. I'm meant to progress. Because of course, HaKadosh Baruch right now might be considering me to be where I'm meant to be right now. But Hashem definitely doesn't tell you to stay there. So now I have to think, what long-term goals does it have for me? What am I meant to achieve? Eventually, what am I meant to work towards? Because that gives me a concept again of a higher level of brightness. I'm not meant to be in the same place always. Hashem has an expectation of what I'm able to become. What He has written my name and Shemaim as the, what I could become one day. That's a Machayev too. That's a Machayev too. And therefore, the concept of Yerushalayimus, which means a person is afraid of maybe I'm not living up to the expectation. Maybe there's a Ramimus, there's a greatness that I'm not achieving. It's something which accompanies the person. Going back to Shari Chuva, the Anashim and Tzadikim Beliboisam always have this feeling. I'm not holding by the level I'm meant to be. Maybe more than expected. But that's, that's the factor which is going to push a person to keep growing. Because that realization, there's more than I'm doing. There's a level above. And maybe I, now that I know about that level, I'm meant to be holding by that level. Maybe I'm meant to be trying to reach that level. Because it pushes me to keep getting better. And therefore, Yerush Shemaim isn't just a deterrent. People think Yerush is a way to stop doing events. It's a deterrent. Don't you do get punished. No. Yerush is the strongest motivating factor in the world. Not the Yerush Sainish. The year of Reumus. The year of knowing that maybe I'm not doing enough. Because it's Hashem's standard that's judging me. And that starts way higher. And so Hashem is prepared to bring it down to where the person is, where he's meant to be. But if that's the case, then I have to always take into consideration, maybe Hashem expects more. Maybe Hashem expects more. And then that becomes a factor which is going to make me do the more. That's how I'm going to grow from stage to stage.
eventually, like we saw by Abraham, we saw by Yaakov, by the Sadiqim as well, Hashem says, after a lifetime of growth, that's what Hashem originally expected you to become. Moshe, Moshe, the same thing. Moshe, Moshe. Hashem says his name twice also. After a lifetime of work, that's what Hashem expected you to become. That's like the, the affirmation that you've achieved what Hashem wanted you to achieve. It's there for all of us. It's there for all of us. That is the goal Hashem wants us to achieve. If you're going to one day achieve it, Lord Hashem, then we'll have the same concept. That's what Hashem expected in Melechatchina. The process of getting there, but that was you had to go through the process. You had to always try and work to get to the final stage, which Hashem had in mind in Melechatchina.